This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of 91. The value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. In South Africa, 91 is an authorised financial services provider. With me is Ellie Clapton, a product specialist in the multi-asset team at 91. We're going to talk about inflation versus deflation or disinflation. I'm confused about where we are at the moment. Please tell me, Ellie. Yeah, so the global spread of the coronavirus pandemic has resulted in us seeing some unique dynamics at play. Um, You know, we've seen over a third of the global population going to lockdown and economies all around the world have come to a grinding halt. So in response to that, we've then seen an unprecedented level of stimulus, both monetary and fiscal, in order to prop up the economies. And this is you know, to help both businesses and households. As a result, the dividing debate in the market, therefore, has been whether the COVID pandemic will be inflationary or disinflationary. Indeed. And of course, the liquidity that's been pumped into the system over more than a decade has had many commentators and economists touting the fact that uh, inflation could be the next pandemic, if you like. What do you think about that? Yes, well, on one hand, we could see, you know, coronavirus result in a reinforcement of disinflationary forces that were already at play. So perhaps not inflationary. The Fed and other central banks have persistently undershot their inflationary targets for over a decade now. And that's to do with um, various different disinflationary forces, such as ageing demographics, And then the COVID pandemic could result in a rise in unemployment, a rise in bankruptcies and a general fear of the unknown. So as a result, consumers could end up saving more and consuming less, which therefore reinforces that disinflationary backdrop. However, yes, as you say, due to the levels of stimulus that we've seen, the coronavirus pandemic could be inflationary in nature. You know, initially, as we all go into lockdown, we see demand evaporate. You know, consumers are unable to spend simply because things like restaurants are closed. But then not every job can be done at home. And as a result, you end up seeing supply destruction. And then supply destruction plus an acceleration in demand as economies reopen, together with the level of stimulus that you mentioned, could result in inflation coming through. What's your view? What do you think? And as a second part of that question, how are you positioning yourself? Yes, so that's the million-dollar question. Well, as I mentioned, the Fed and others have tried to engineer inflation for more than a decade and have failed. You know, they even failed following the global financial crisis where we saw a significant amount of quantitative easing. So it is reasonable to believe that the disinflationary forces will continue to dominate. But that being said, we do think that there is a chance that this time could be different The levels of stimulus, not just monetary this time, but also fiscal, is huge and shouldn't be underestimated, particularly if we see lower rates for longer as governments try to contend with the burden of public debt. In regards to how we should position portfolios in the event of inflation in a post-COVID world, you know, duration management, equity selection and, and things like precious metals are all ways to benefit and protect from inflation within your portfolios. Ellie, thank you so much for your time. That's Ellie Clapton, product specialist in the multi-asset team at 91 in London.